Hello and welcome Behind the Marquee, the podcast where we talk about everything inside and outside art house and independent cinema. My name is Nick Aldrink. I am the programming and media coordinator at the Michigan Theater Foundation. I am with two guests who also work at the Michigan Theater. Tell us who you are and what you do. Hi, my name is Mackenzie Peacock and I am the conference manager for the Art House Convergence. And I am Sarah Erlewine, and I am the marketing manager for the Michigan Theater. Thank you both for being back here. Thank you for having us. Yes, thanks. Familiar voices on the podcast. We are going to be talking today about Art House Theater Day. This is the third. It is. It is the third annual Art House Theater Day. Uh, So let's just start from the beginning. How did this, how did Art House Theater Day come about? It's supposed to be like Record Store Day, right? Yeah, so this day was kind of started as a celebration of brick and mortar theaters in the same way that Record Store Day and Free Comic Book Day are um, there to celebrate how the resurgence of comic book stores, record stores, and also there, I believe there's an independent bookstore day that's pretty popular mm. that uh, Literati and Nicola, um, Nicola's books participate in around Ann Arbor. So just kind of a way to have a national celebration that's also focused on your individual theater and your individual community. Mm-hmm. And uh, rough, roughly how many uh, theaters are involved across the country in this? We average about 150 to 200 theaters every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually all over North America. We have some Canadian theaters. And then randomly last year, I didn't check if they were coming back. Last year, there was a Croatian theater. Right. And I was like, mm, okay, cool. <laughs> That's some, fantastic. Some theater. Um, there actually is a European Art House Day. Uh, I was really bummed. I was hoping we could have them on the same day this year. Um, mm-hmm. Theirs is in mid-October. They tried to line up with ours, but they're trying to oh. coordinate. A lot of European theaters are work a lot through government funding and government institutions mm-hmm. and trying to get all of them to pick one day <laughs> when we already had our day picked. Uh, did not work. So hopefully next year... We can align with European Art House Day, so then mm-hmm. there'd be probably a, a thousand theaters mm-hmm. across the world participating, which would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and, exciting. And this was it was conceived by the Art House Convergence, correct? Correct. Yeah, there's two. Um, we have two co-chairs of uh, Art House Theater Day uh, who work with me on it every year. That's Lauren Desai, who runs the Aperture Cinema in um, Winston Salem, North Carolina. And uh, Gabe Ciccone, who works at the Austin Film Society in Austin, Texas. Okay. How did, how did they get involved with the Convergence? I think they actually approached us with it. They yeah. said, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we did something like Record Store Day? And we were like, hell yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, there's theaters across the country. They're kind of they're, Everyone's doing their own thing pretty much. But there was specialty programming that was offered to all these Theaters, yeah, right? kind, kind of similar to how, you know, on Record Store Day, Jack White's going to put out a new record that you can only get on Record Store Day. It's something exclusive. Every year we try to offer something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. So we ask distributors to give us maybe an early sneak peek of a movie that hasn't come out yet mm-hmm. or something that's been hidden in their vault that's getting a restoration. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that's just a little bit different than you're going to see every day. Um, we try to do a lot of filmmaker Q&As if possible. Right. So something, I mean, because obviously all of us play movies 365 days a year. What's so different about this one? Uh, we also sometimes will try to do giveaways. Mm-hmm. Uh, every theater does their own giveaway. Like I know at the Michigan Theater, we give away memberships, and I'm sure we'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also, I know two years ago, the first one, my favorite thing we did was um, for Time Bandits. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> yeah Janice worked with, uh, Mon- Janice Films worked with Mondo to produce a special Art House Theater Day poster yeah. for 
um, that were numbered for Time Bandits, and yeah. we had a certain number that every theater could give away. People loved those. Yeah. I, was I still really, have mine, actually. <laughs> I was really hoping. I don't even want to say this because I don't know if it's going to happen, but there were talks of a... Actually, I'm not going to say it. You can just cut around this. <laughs> there were talk, there was talks of a Suspiria poster because Amazon's our biggest sponsor, that would okay. be and they were trying to get it together, and I saw the artwork, and it looked so good. Yeah, two years ago, they... Uh, there's the the time portal maps, right? Is yeah, that those are the time portal maps. Yeah, yeah, and those then are we, the time portal um, maps. We've also done, um, Amazon had like nautical-themed Manchester by the Sea <laughs> tote bags. I liked those. It was so strange, though, because it's such a heavy movie, and they were so whimsical, <laughs> those bags. <laughs> a, nice, a nice tote bag. <laughs> yeah, they were great tote bags. But you can use, I was every like, time oh, you, I want to yeah. go by the sea. That sounds it was great. before the film came yeah. out, too, so yeah. none of us knew about, you know, <laughs> like children dying and Right. Whatnot. Spoilers. Uh, we should say it is uh, Sunday, September 23rd. Let's not, get ahead. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> Sunday, September 23rd, uh, which is this Sunday. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. And it was funny because I know we did it on a Saturday the first year. Yeah. And trying to do an event on on a Saturday in Ann Arbor in yeah. September. <laughs> Very challenging. Pretty challenging. And, uh, there's kind of 100,000 extra people <laughs> around the city every day. And they don't really care about going to see a foreign language film that never got released in the United States, they're looking to to watch some football, which I mean, I, I am too. I'm well, like, and the people who are looking to see a foreign film that wasn't released aren't looking to push through the football crowds right. to get to us. Yeah, they're not, so. com- they're not coming downtown, but Sunday seemed to work better for everyone. And then there's all other stuff that other, Saturday is a big event day. Two years ago, we also had the unfortunate scheduling conflict of scheduling it on the same day as... A massive concert. As a massive concert. It wasn't just any massive concert. It was the Dark Star Orchestra, which isn't, that's the Deadhead, like, tribute. Yeah, it's a Grateful, yeah. Head, uh, which, Grateful uh, Dead cover which band. I don't understand because <laughs> I they every deadhead I've met. I mean, my boyfriend is like a incredibly dedicated deadhead. They all seem like really nice people, mm-hmm. and that crowd was just the worst. <laughs> I've worked at the Michigan Theater for five years now. That was the worst crowd I've ever seen in terms of. We just, ran out of beer. It was just like yeah. before the like <laughs> midpoint of the show. And like, I'm sorry if this is offending anyone. But yeah, they were just drunk and aggressive. Very and aggressive, they, actually. Yeah. It, in a, in a very strange way. I agree with you. I expected. Oh, you know, when we knew that there was going to be a conflict scheduling mm-hmm. wise, you're like, sure, it might be a big crowd, but it's the Deadheads. They're well, going to be pretty yeah, chill. Chill, <laughs> you know, this will be fine. It well, w- and also, it's a way that, I mean, if we're talking about what our own spaces, our own brick and mortar spaces are to their community, the Michigan Theater is a great concert venue. Yes. We do concerts sure. all the time. So mm-hmm. it's not like that was like the antithesis to our programming. It was like, no, this is just a part of who the Michigan Theater is. Right. We have concerts. What we bring mm-hmm. to Ann Arbor. But, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was it was a little difficult for all involved. Yeah, so. it, it was such such a uh, a mishmash of of audience that were that were in our theater that day because we had, of course we had the, the deadheads that are in the crowd and then we were showing Phantasm that night. Which it was there's the a lot of crossover. <laughs> Dark Star there Orchestra actually, versus there were, Phantasm. There were people though leaving Dark Star Orchestra to come <laughs> see Phantasm <laughs> were, once they realized what we were doing. And so. I think it was a sold out screening of Phantasm yeah. and they were trying to sneak in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, just go back to your concert. Right. But we had these drunk concert goers standing in line next to this quiet movie nerds. Yeah. And then the, and the concession line is packed and I'm sitting at the concessions next come on m- qu- keep it moving well and, and this we... little kid comes up can i get another popcorn oh, please it's like uh, oliver yes <laughs> of course you can <laughs> well and we had so one of the things that we do at the michigan theater at least for our house theater day is we offer drink specials we i mean they might be a pretty standard drink but we give them a little mm-hmm. bit of a 
branding. Yeah, yeah we had fun with uh, it. You know, yeah. exactly. Uh, silver Highball, I silver think, highball, was I one we had for yeah. Phantasm. That was a good one. Uh, so we had a special Art House Today bar open mm-hmm. outside of the screening room where most of our screenings were happening. Uh, for those of you who are familiar with our building. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, so we we had to, like, put guards up so that the – uh, yeah. The the concert goers would not come to our bar to take advantage of all yeah. <laughs> the, the stock that we had our, for our film goers. It was, yeah, it was rough. It's always an experience of art house. <laughs> so, so now that you're looking forward to Sundays, it should not be mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> so uh, when we talk about art house cinema, it's such an expansive term. Uh, just because, and, and this day, especially this year, I think really covers everything that art house cinema means. Yeah. For everything from high art to midnight trash. Yes. And so, so for example, for, for this year, the, these are programs that were being offered to us that we decided to, to, to book. Uh, the Big Bad Fox and Other Tales, which is a, f- it's a French animated Fair, take on the on the classic fairy tale structure made by the the creators of Ernest and Celeste Celestine 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 sorry Ernest and Ce- uh, Celestine which is a movie we've played a couple times yes and did really well for us oh yeah, yeah. it's a beautiful film uh, we've played um, previous our house theater days have had productions from them as well haven't they um, I feel like maybe maybe you should cut this part out because I could have sworn that one of like them like the big little panic one yeah yeah the, 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 the town, town called panic town called panic yeah I think I that was from the creators of Walls and Gromit yeah I don't or think something that was like them. that okay. it, was, it was very so it was similar, French though, though I think yeah. so anyway skip skip around this we're gonna keep it in <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so uh, so Big Bad Fox, Other Tales, this is uh, our first show of the mm-hmm. day at the Michigan Theater. We mm-hmm. start that one at 1.30. Actually, yeah. and, and I should correct, we're actually uh, doing this at the State Theater. Yeah, I was going to say, wait, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's no, all, I should all say. The, all the State Theater this <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, these, these are all the State Theater. Um, 1.30 and... Uh, so bring out your family. It's the, our yeah. family-friendly offering. In, yep, kids mm-hmm. 12 and under get in free. And um, Yep, and a- a- after that, we have The Guilty, which is a Danish... Uh, crime drama and yeah. this, this is a title that we played at Cinetopia yeah and we got it um, from for Cinetopia because it was an audience award winner at Sundance this year mm-hmm. yes and uh, it was a huge audience favorite at Cinetopia I mean yes that, it that was. did a tremendous business for us and everybody who came out of it just raved about it mm-hmm. which I love because I feel like foreign language films don't normally win audience awards right sometimes mm-hmm. that's a, that's the kind of film that a lot of US theaters struggle to get an audience for yep. And so I was so excited to see right. that. Right, and and f- what I love about it is that it's also pretty unusual in that it's a single set, single performer mm-hmm. film. You know, yeah. it's mm-hmm. just really, um, uh, it's you know, it's a powerful classic thriller. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So. Yes, yeah. So we had the 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 uh, family friendly uh, independent animated film, the festival favorite, and then we're we're closing the night with a 1973's uh, schlock. Which was made by John Landis. This was his first film, and it's about. I'm just gonna read the description. Yeah, it's, it's really the best way to get the understanding <laughs> of what's going on here. A small town is terrorized by the banana killer, which turns out to be the missing link between man and ape. Yep. <laughs> so, can anybody guess what our drink special is gonna be called? This. <laughs> the banana killer is that. <laughs> And yeah, so this was yeah uh, written and directed by John Landis, uh, who you made. Who he directed Animal House, Blues Brothers, American Werewolf in London, which is and, my favorite, and Thriller. I didn't I didn't know he did Thriller. Oh yeah, and Coming to America, right? 
Um, is that him? I didn't write that one down, but that I, I would. It, I, so it can't be true. Okay. <laughs> I didn't someone, write it down, but I, I would be. Uh, it, uh, it sounds like right. in, in that era us. for him. Right. Yeah, and then yeah. you, you sent us the messages and, and tell us which one of us was wrong. <laughs> yeah. And it was also, um, I loved, I, I was looking up trivia for this film because I, I needed to know more about this one. It was one of the first jobs for makeup artist Rick Baker. Oh, nice. Who, uh, Classic. Uh, I think he did American Werewolf in yeah, London, but he was which uh, in, is great, and he did uh, all the Star Wars films. I'm as just well. gonna keep coming back to American Werewolf in London. <laughs> I would just love it if we show that movie someday. Yeah, although that to, will yeah. be an, that'd be another like Sarah yeah. pick that nobody else would come out to see. But <laughs> yeah. I would love it. And Schlock is coming to us from a company called American Genre um, Film Archive. Mm-hmm. Um, so they specialize in these unseen mm-hmm. genre films. Uh, I think it's actually a program. Or they have something to do with Alamo Draft House. I think that yeah, might be they're with affiliated. Alamo. But you should definitely check them out. If we, whenever we play genre yes. movies, it, a I lot of them come from I, the yeah. AGFA. And sometimes I think Nick and I have a problem saying no to genre films <laughs> like this. Like I think if we had our way, we would program the mm-hmm. entire day with movies like this. You guys should check out. Um, if, also, if you're curious about these kinds of films, the Texas Theater. Yes. Uh, in Houston, they have a thing that they call, which is a program that they had to do for years to get an audience, and now they do have one, and it's called Tuesday Trash. Mm-hmm. And every Tuesday night, they just play a trashy movie that no one's mm-hmm. heard of. I've, I've seen, I've oh seen that, God. I've seen that on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And it's, when will we do this? And it's such a fun series of just you just show it. up, you have no idea what the hell the movie I'd love is. It. Oh, I'd that's love great! It. I love Tuesday everything trash. about this. Tuesday yeah, the, trash. There was a really great, I don't even know what you call it, on Filmstruck they had, um, they were looking at the Texas Theater. There was like, it was like a 10 minute special just about the Texas Theater. Yeah, that was actually through Criterion. Yeah. Uh, the Criterion Channel did, yeah. they do a, a program called Art House Now where they uh, showcase art house theaters around the country. Yeah, the Texas Theater for the history buffs out there, it was where John, and I was about to say John, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald yeah. was arrested. That's after where he, he hit out. Yeah, where he hit after after the, the, the assassination there. Um, yeah, and uh, speaking of the uh, the um, the AGFA, we last year for our House Theater Day, we did uh, our, our last screening of the days. We did a genre double feature, and yeah. that was the best time I've ever had in a theater was watching these movies. We did uh, the Zodiac Killer. Oh yeah, which was the, not w- to be confused with Ted Zodiac. Cruz. With Zodiac. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zodiac. Ted Cruz is the Zodiac Killer. Yes. Also, not Can to be confused. ASMR that. That would be amazing. <laughs> Ted Cruz. We're just but, gonna put that in the background of everything the, subliminally. Ted, Ted Cruz killed like ten people in California. So hey, Seven yeah, days. no, not to be confused with uh, David Fincher's Zodiac. You know, the, 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 this was made even in, better. This was made in the '70s, and it it was it's labeled as the only film ever made. Spe- it was sp- specifically made to catch the Zodiac Killer. It was made while he was still at large. Well, and he, he is still, still at large. large. And he, yeah, he is still at large. <laughs> so but. maybe not the most successful movie. <laughs> no. Not the greatest thing for them to advertise with. But it was it was a lot of fun. And then right after that, we played, it was called The Dragon Lives Again. And this awesome. was a uh, a look at, it was just a, a take on Bruce Lee of karate films. And he yeah, he it was made after Bruce Lee died and he goes to hell. And he is forced to fight James Bond, yeah. Clint Eastwood, The Godfather. Hitler I love in there? Clint Eastwood I is not Clint dead. Well, at that, like, how did right. that happen? But, how did he then, show up in hell? Was it Clint Eastwood or was it like the ugly one or, or bad one or whatever? Which one uh, yeah, he? I'm, I'm sure. Hell, yeah, it was. It was. It, he, the, he, not he, actually Clint Eastwood, but a character that he played. He's the good. Pro- isn't he? Yeah, I think he's probably the good. <laughs> 
the man with no name, right? Yeah, the man with no name. And then he does it all fighting alongside his trusty his trusty sidekick Popeye the Sailor Man. So, so it's, yeah. it's basically fan fiction. Yeah, pretty is much. really what it is. Uh, and I, yeah, it's the type so, of fan fiction yeah, I would we, write. We, we got we got those we got those two films from the from the AGFA. Another shout out to them. Check out those trailers for the movie if you can find them somewhere. I would yeah. love to and play those And if you would again. support us doing a trash <laughs> genre film series, yes. you should reach out to us and uh, we can make this argument. Like Tuesdays at nine thirty at the state. Right. Yes. Perfect. Yeah, and th- that and that's what that was my 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 greatest memory of our house theater day was seeing was seeing the dragon lives again specifically with a crowd a movie that you would you wouldn't see anywhere else otherwise and everyone in there was having a great time everyone was laughing there was a, at the end of the movie this girl in the front row just had tears in her <laughs> eyes she was laughing so hard she was crying and then her her boyfriend her husband or her partner who uh, who was with her he's like she never cries at anything <laughs> this is this is real this is a really big moment for them. I hope they went to see Won't You Be My Neighbor, too, to see how that stood up, <laughs> see whether she made it through that one without crying. I found a really great quote from Richard Linklater about uh, on, on the Art House Theater Day Facebook page. We posted a video, or they posted a video of, uh, of Linklater talking about it, and he had a great quote. He said, Art House Cinema is the lifeblood of cinematic culture. Do you go to a museum to look at the artwork, or do you look at it, or do you look at it in a book? As in, like, you just go, you, right. yeah. you go to a theater to see movies. Right. You, you can watch it at home, but it's not it's the not same the experience. Same well, it is. It is totally that communal experience mm-hmm. when you're sitting there and you listen to somebody else laughing at a joke and it starts you off. And then mm-hmm. it's just a, a certain. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I was really excited um, that uh, Filmstruck was so excited to work with us on this day this year. Filmstruck, mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know, is the streaming platform uh, similar to Netflix, but it's all the Criterion Collection. Mm-hmm. And. Um, they are they are a streaming service that believes in the power of seeing movies theatrically. Um, they believe that both of us can exist and we can actually help each other. Yep. Mm-hmm. In this, I mean, I I stream movies all the time, sure. but that doesn't stop me from going to the movie once or twice, the actual movie theater once or twice a week. So they reached out to us and they're like, "Hey, yeah, let's you know do some mm-hmm. do some. I don't want to say cross promotion, but kind of yeah, because mm-hmm. we all yeah, it's all just absolutely. people who love cinema." Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's let's talk about Filmstruck then, because Our House Theater Day is going to be having a, a curated, uh, I don't know what you call it, a playlist? What yeah, you call it's it a series. series. Um, yeah. And I'm pretty excited about it. So yeah, they reached out a couple months ago, um, and we actually worked with them. If we have, um, if you come to see a movie at the Michigan Theater on Sunday, hopefully you'll have, uh, we have an intro recorded by the TCM host, Alicia Malone. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the redhead Australian. She's so <laughs> funny. She's so great. Anyways, uh, she recorded an intro for us in a theater, uh, which I was really excited about. And then TCM actually made a uh, trailer for us, a commercial mm-hmm. that's been playing on TCM this month, saying like, hey, you love watching movies on TCM. Why don't you come out on Sunday, September 23rd to support your local Art House Theater Day, mm-hmm. which I was really excited about as well. But then the coolest thing that's new this year um, is that Filmstruck has, I've been working with Filmstruck to curate a series of films, and they really wanted like deep dives. Yeah. Every, they kept being like, no, nah, that movie's too mainstream, the movie's too mainstream. So deep dive art house films that uh, will be on their carousel launched on Friday night, Mm -hmm. uh, which is their biggest day for people checking out films, which is really exciting for us. And it will say like, hey, you love watching these movies, watch them on Filmstruck today, and then this Sunday, go support your local Mm -hmm. art house. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they've been really good to us, and I'm really excited that I hope you guys all check it out. Yeah. And just if you happen to be listening to this on Friday when we release it, we've got another tie-in with TCM tonight, Mm -hmm. actually, because we've got... 
uh, Eddie Muller from TCM's Noir Alley. Noir Alley is coming for a screening of The Lady from Shanghai. Uh, he, Eddie gives these uh, these great introductions and afterwards for Noir Alley, which uh, which runs on TCM. It's his program. Uh, he's a extremely extremely knowledgeable person, and uh, it's gonna yeah it's gonna be a, a great yes. If a you great night. if you want to know more about film noir mm-hmm. and you want to learn about our series and you want to just have a good time, uh, mm-hmm. come out tonight and then come out on Sunday. Mm-hmm. No reason you can't do both. And then listen Absolutely. to the last episode of this podcast was with Jay and Connie. That's right. And we talked all about it. So if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to that as well. It was great. I yeah. haven't listened to that. I love Jay yeah, and Connie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jay, Jay and Connie are great. <laughs> We're huge fans of Jay and Connie. From Jimmy Kimmel fame? Yeah, from Jimmy <laughs> Kimmel. Yeah. They were on Jimmy Kimmel. It was great. <laughs> Uh, uh, anyways, not to segue away from Art House Theater Day, but just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're big fans of TCM and the mm-hmm. support they give us, mm-hmm. and uh, and we want to support them right in return. People always say, oh, yeah, TV's going to be the dead, the death of movies, right. and then nope. streaming's going to be the death of movies, and it's like, no, nah, I love TCM and Filmstruck <laughs> and going to the movies. Can you get us a hint of what's what's in the series? Yeah. Or can you well, talk can about just, it much? Um, I would. We have a wide range of... Um, uh, foreign language films from the 50s until now. Mm-hmm. We have some punk films. We have some midnight films. We have some family fr- family friendly film, LGBT stories, uh, women of color filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty great. I'm I'm excited. There's uh, eight films in the series. Yeah, cool. And yeah. I, I if, even if you don't have a Filmstruck subscription, I think that they offer 14 day free trials. Yeah, and we'll actually be offering a free trial mm-hmm. at oh. Arno Theater Day. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Another Fantastic. reason to come. Yep. And then all day we're going to be having giveaways, membership giveaways. So many giveaways. Uh, a poster sale. A poster sale. Which is pretty exciting. Yeah, I think that's going to yeah. be really fun. <laughs> Yo, we have so many posters stacked please up come in and the buy Michigan our Theater. Just, please take them from us. We need to get rid of them. Um, that alone is a reason to come out. Yeah, no, it should be a really good day. Um, like you said, we know we're starting it off with Big Bad Fox and Other Tales at 1.30, uh, Guilty's at 3.30, and mm-hmm. Schlock is at 6. And we actually were able to just announce. So one of the things, like Mackenzie was saying, is like, yeah, there's the, the programming that's sort of, you know, broad picture that they, they, they are offering to all of the organizations. But we're allowed and encouraged to do our own take on the programming. Mm-hmm. And we will be opening another festival favorite that I think is actually going to play quite well for us, uh, mm-hmm. Love Gilda, mm-hmm. documentary about Gilda Radner, who, of course, is a Detroit native and uh, well-loved. And the producer of that film, her name is Meryl Goldsmith. Uh, she just told us that she's in town and wants to stop by and talk to, with us. So we're going to have her as kind of a, a last-minute ad for our, our Art House Theater Day programming. Mm-hmm. That one is going to be at the Michigan, and that's going to be at 6. Uh, so come and see the film and then listen to Meryl talk. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then if, 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 you're, if you're not in town, if you're not around Ann Arbor, uh, but you see that another theater around you is participating in Art House Theater Day. We didn't even cover all the movies that were offered to us. There's another film called Thunder Road uh, from writer-director Jim Cummings, which is getting a lot of attention now. I've, I've, I've heard a few different interviews with him. It seems he, That was a adapted from a short film uh, from the 2016 Sundance, and now it's become a feature, and a lot, a lot of theaters are playing that as well. Yeah, and it, um, it won a bunch of awards at South by Southwest this year. Mm-hmm. And also what I think is cool about that film is that the Sundance Initiative, or Sundance Institute is actually... Um, distributing that film through their creative creative fellowship initiative so they find these films um like if anyone saw columbus last year which was mm-hmm. my favorite movie of 2017 uh by Coganata, we played it at the we played it for cinetopia and played it as a run last year 
um, Sundance find these mo- finds these movies that maybe other distributors aren't buying uh, from the festival, and mm-hmm. they work with the director um, in a really direct way. Um, and mm-hmm. lets them have a say in how their movies are uh, distributed. And, uh, yeah, they get a much more hands-on experience with the distribution aspect mm-hmm. of the film yeah. business, which and is something I, I think a lot of filmmakers don't necessarily get to really know what happens. You know, kind of like they, they create their, their baby and turn it over and somebody else sells it. Well, so. and so many movies premiere at these festivals, and there's just no way that all of them can find an audience through a distributor. Or, you know, a lot of them just kind of get lost after having this beautiful uh premiere or having you know having these connections with audiences and then they just disappear so Sundance is kind of fighting against that and saying like Mm -hmm. no really you really need to see this movie um Mm -hmm. and Thunder Road's one of those movies yeah and uh, to plug Filmstruck one more time they just added uh a lot of Jim Cummings short films to the site as well so you can check those out and then uh, hopefully find some way to see to see Thunder Road all right. So before we before we uh, wrap up thing wrap up here, we're gonna get to the last segment that we always do: our movie magic moments of the week. And this is where we talk about something that we've seen recently, new or old, that stood out to us. Uh, and I guess re- what I like to say reminded us why we love watching movies and television. So Mackenzie, why don't you get things started? Okay. Well, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a jerk here. Um, I mean, this I am. Is, this is just how she is, and you guys. And say, well, I um, was very lucky to last week or so attend the Toronto International Film Festival, which is my favorite festival ever, anywhere, every year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the biggest public festival in the world. They have like 30 screenings going on at once for two weeks straight. It takes over the city. It's so incredible. Um, so I went there for the weekend. I saw 22 movies, and a lot of them, you know, great foreign films and art house films. Uh, but the best film I saw the entire time I was there was A Star Is Born. Oh, mm. uh, really? With Lady I Gaga have, I haven't even and to talk Bradley to you Cooper. About this yet. Oh my God! I was. I mean, I went in knowing. I mean, I pretty much knew I was going to love it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so my expectations were really high, and it just absolutely surpassed them. Lady Gaga made me weep like four different times. <laughs> um, and I'm usually not like Bradley Cooper's pretty hit or miss for me. I don't. I don't hate the I, guy, I but have, I'm never no, like. I, I have loved him in things and then had absolutely no interest mm-hmm. in some of yeah, it. <laughs> I'm never. I'm never like, oh hell yeah, Bradley Cooper's in this movie. Like I've never had that reaction. Right. He was incredible, um, and he directs the film as well. And I'm really excited that we're playing it. It's opening yep. mm-hmm. um, in I think uh, I want to say October. 5th. October fifth. Yeah, it's opening October fifth. Uh, so you guys can come check it out downtown. But it was just so. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. <laughs> I'm so excited for Lady Gaga to be like nominated for acting I know. awards because she absolutely should. She's she. Oh man. Well, even if she wasn't great, she, the the notoriety of it all would probably get her a nomination. But yeah. it sounds like she actually is great, which makes that all the better. And if you guys are looking for a way to pass the time um, over the next couple of weeks until that movie comes out, um, I've it's very worth looking on Twitter. Someone. Uh, I saw this yesterday. I was crying. I was um, laughing so hard. Someone create recreated the entire trailer using only footage of Kermit and Miss Piggy. Yes, what? I Did saw you see that. This? Yeah, I saw it's, that. So it's like it's like the full like they just take the audio from the trailer. It's over two <laughs> minutes long. It's so well done. Please find it. Please watch it over and over again. Until Can we like October post this 5th. on our social media? <laughs> Be like, if you yeah. listen to our podcast. Check this out. <laughs> it's, I mean, I the amount of time that the person put into this is just spectacular. Perfect. A star is born. At a the, star is at, born. At, at, at TIFF. Sarah? Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go the opposite direction and go for a classic movie that I just saw for in the theater for the first time. 
uh, talking about the the magic of seeing a movie with an audience. Uh, it's a movie I'd seen a bunch, Dazed and Confused. Yes. Oh, nice. Uh, yes. Yeah. So obviously I'd seen this movie, but I'd only ever seen it on video, DVD, on TV, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I went, uh, we did a, a late night showing of it. Uh, it took my husband because it's his favorite movie. And we, uh, it was it was amazing to watch it with a group. You know, all of the things that you, I laughed about, everybody was laughing about, and you just kind of build this camaraderie with these people because you're sharing these jokes, you're sharing these beats, these moments, and uh, it was a blast. And everybody seemed to be having a blast. And I, uh, and so I, that is that's one of those things that's like, yeah, that's a funny movie, right? And it's a funny movie wherever you see it, but there's a different experience in watching it with a group. Did the audience um, talk along with the all right, all right, all right? <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> that's, the or- that's the origin of it, yep. right? The McConaughey? Yep. All I'm not right, all right, do- all right. There you go. Yeah, uh, th- you were talking about that after you had saw it. We just talked, just mentioning how that movie is really, it's about nothing. It's about nothing, absolutely yeah. nothing. nothing happens, it's American but... Graffiti for a new era. Mm-hmm. And well, actually, the craziest thing for me that I realized is that it has now been longer since that movie came out mm-hmm. than it had been since 1976 mm-hmm. when the movie takes place when they made the wow. movie. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, right? I, I saw that that uh, that mention about that 70s show as well. Just sort of like a, a, a few weeks ago, it is now we're farther removed from that 70s show premiering than that 70s show was removed from the 70s. I'm freaking out right now. <laughs> that's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Welcome oh. to getting old. <laughs> I guess that was like 14-year-old Mila Kunis, so that makes sense. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's a grown-ass woman. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so mine, I was in uh, New York uh, recently, uh, and I attended uh, uh, a screening at the Metrograph Theater in Manhattan. My first, I kind of did some exploring of the theaters around New York. What a beautiful art house theater. It, yes, it was. I saw 1938's The Adventures of Robin Hood in 35 millimeter. Oh. There, it was as spectacular. I mean, not only it's I can give the 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 speech about how seeing film is better than seeing movies. It was a it was a, it was a, a spectacular print. It looked fantastic, but just yeah. the movie itself. That I, I I've never seen it before. I actually haven't either. It was it's an early color film. Uh, a year it came out a year before Wizard of Oz, Ooh. and just the 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 swashbuckling nature of it is so much fun. It, it, and the stunts I cannot speak more about the stunts in that film. It's ridiculous and amazing. Yeah. It's, I I I want to see the the bloopers or anything that that didn't make <laughs> it into the movie while they're trying those stunts because I imagine. It looks something like you're watching Jackass or something like really? that. Really? I, I, because just the, the way that they're able to pull things off, I like, can't imagine what what happened when they didn't hit. Putting they, their life yeah, on the line. Yeah, they put their life and souls on the line for like this house movie. house falling on Buster Keaton kind of thing. Yeah, right? and yeah. jumping from horse horses and scaling castle walls and swinging from ropes. It was a, a great, fun, and joyous time out at the movies, and I had a lot of fun. Yes. Can I, I just realized one thing, um, and this is going to take 10 seconds, but if anyone's on the fence about seeing A Simple Favor, the Blake Lively, Anna Kendrick, <laughs> um, campy murder movie, please go see it. Mm-hmm. It is so good. Really? It's playing at Quality 16. That's all I'm going to say. If you're thinking about it, <laughs> if you're thinking about it, go. Why are you pushing another movie theater's movies on our podcast? Because I love all movies. Yeah. Um, and I, we, I mean, I, I honestly think we could play A Simple Favor. It's super campy and schlocky. Absolutely. Go see them. Go to the movies. Go to the, go go to the out, movies. Go out to the movies. That that's that's our 
that's Absolutely. our that's no. our goal for you at, at, at the end of the day for this podcast. Yeah, every day is art house theater day <laughs> yes. when you can go to the Michigan and the state. <laughs> yes. All right, so that's about all the time we have. Thank you to the Ann Arbor District Library for letting us uh, take over their studio for 40 minutes, as they do every couple weeks. We could not do this without their support. If you want to know more about Art House Theater Day, visit the website, arthousetheaterday.org. Like them on Facebook and Twitter, at at Art House Theater Day. Like us on uh, Facebook, uh, at at Michigan Theater. Email me, N-A-L-D-E-R-I-N-K at mishtheater.org. Send us your movie magic moments as usual. Uh, Thank you both for coming by the podcast again. Thank you. And we'll see you in a week. Thank you for joining us behind the marquee.